not going to go back and do it. I don't want to deal with that again. But script, Jeff. Here's the spark notes. Here's the spark notes. Here's what, Here's what happened. happened. We will go off of, I will, I will type up a script based on the very bad notes that I have taken and we will role play the role playing. We'll go that many uh, levels deep and then go super deep. Anyway, yeah. the angel died. Yeah, last that's session, right. um, uh-huh. and today we're focused on <laughs> killing God. Yeah. I think you just hurt just totally, just totally just like, no, no, not no, the no. You can't kill the angel. They're important for the story they that's eventually going to happen. About the plot, we were apparently supposed to ask last time. All right, Jeff. Well, I don't know how else to handle the situation. <laughs> yeah, we so, killed him. We're just too good. You're gonna need to make peace with that. <laughs> And welcome back to the Seventh Star of the Right podcast. This is session eighty-two. It's been a while. We have a wait. Hold on. Is, is this session eighty-two? It's eighty-three. I'm pretty sure it's eighty-three. I just saved the session with that number. That's eighty-three. Oh no, I've done some things. Uh-oh. Last session didn't happen. <laughs> it's gone. It's session eighty-three. I'm erasing that note in my because I flipped back and was like, "What do you guys remember from last session?" Which was also eighty-two. Um, this is session eighty-three. I'm not going to take that again because that's not this t- kind of podcast. <laughs> we had the holiday season in between our last, you know, two sessions and this oh. one. So, mm-hmm. do you guys remember anything? Yeah. I happened? have mm-hmm. everything. Mind like a steel trap. Well, you you and I both know that that is a lie. You have to write <laughs> everything down in order to remember anything. That's right. But also, I just listened to it on New Year's Day because I'm editing now, baby. Yeah. Woo-hoo. So not only do I have my notes to help me, I have literally spent hours going over the exact events of last session and removing a lot of the ums, but maybe not all of them because I was slightly hungover at the time. You know, just the right amount of ums. I've done the exact same. I've definitely edited while either hungover, drunk, or high. <laughs> Can you tell the difference? Can you? <laughs> I'm curious. Go back through to our whole the letter seven star all that stuff do you remember when a photo of a bag of cheetos flashed on screen for just a second (laughs) (laughs) which jeff made that that's impressive because this is an audio (laughs) medium Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyway do you guys remember actually anything that happened last time okay so we began our session by entering the monorail station I am terrible at remembering the name of this thing, so I'm just going to stick with Monorail Station. We fought a large number of nanite zombies, several of which had special powers, uh, specifically psychic powers. One of them had telekinetics and uh, sort of got a fun little rivalry set up for Micah and that a lot of the same powers, except it was purple instead of yellow, which, as we all know, are opposites on the color wheel, which mm-hmm. I just love. And then the other one had, oh, geez. Like I can't remember the power name. It is definitely a form of teleportation. And then Tony shouted out what the actual name was. And then we gave him shit for naming his powers. <laughs> was it called like stutter, stutter jump? Or or jump? Stutter, stutter jump. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because like, <laughs> like, ass stutter man. jump. And we're like, what? <laughs> fucking Tony making <laughs> shit up. God damn it. <laughs> I said it before. I'll say it again. What a weeb. Um, 
he is. He's canonically a weeb now. Yeah, well, you tried to change him, but we're forcing him back into that category. Well, anyway. he, he's no longer like the Sasuke. Sasuke. I my entire village has been destroyed. I hate everyone. <laughs> But now he's like the, that's just the persona that I put on when I first meet people because I want them to <laughs> think parents, that I'm cool. My parents were loving and we're all fine. Everyone's still alive. But uh, I like his, his dad's actually passed away. Yeah, that's right. Because he's got superpowers from his dad. There you go. Um, Most likely the spirit of the ancients. Because he wasn't What's originally that? a psychic. Um, but anyway, we can get into that more yeah. in this episode, I'm sure. So going back to my recap here. Uh, yeah, but we fought them in a train station. And it was absolutely delightful because we made it a little side project to see how many of them we could get hit by the train at one time. And it was a lot of them. I think there was like three or four of them on the tracks when the monorail at, came. At least. <laughs> when life gives you trains. Oh, I'm sorry, also- on the track, yeah, I yeah, should yeah. say. <laughs> on the track, on the track. Yeah. monorail because uh, i think leggett twice pushed an unconscious one into the hole so at the end we were just funneling them into this place they all got hit by the train it was great tony got covered in viscera micah oh, did right. not yeah uh because you used pressure field to avoid that we all got on the train I, nona has given leggett her mobots in an attempt to protect him because he got shot once for a total of three damage, which everybody brushed off, but then we discovered at the end of the session after we had stopped recording that that was like roughly a third of his health, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. So no, like, he was... he's like, I'm fine, but actually, no, he's not. I'm, I'm... He's, he's in constant lying. mortal danger. <laughs> but does anyone have a spare arm? <laughs> yeah, hold on. Yeah, I do have the the notes of that. He yep. took he took a total of. Well, Tony took five damage and yep. Leggett took three. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. <laughs> Leggett, Leggett doesn't have much more health than that. That's about half of his health. That's half? Yeah. Oh, Why is no. he here? He didn't have to go. Because he, he wants to, to die because of his student loans. <laughs> Damn. Not See, exactly. I've got so many answers now. But Tony's doing a little bit better. Tony, that's about a third of his health. Oh, okay. Mm. So he's fine. It all you make out. us bring these mm. NPCs with us. Well, so Leggett was afraid that you wouldn't share the information because you guys were fighting. You know, fair <laughs> enough. There's, a, there's, a, there's about a 50-50 chance of that. And Tony wanted to do this because he's a... Maybe he's a little bit of a moron. You know, a little, <laughs> That's little dumb right. boy. See, I don't think, like, it would be a little bit sad if Tony dies, but I don't think it would be that sad. Nona would be devastated if, like, it dies. Really? Even even if you guys are you're having a little bit of a tiff right now? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Jeff, you and I have fought before. Have you wished for my death? I've been I've been informed by my lawyer that I should not answer that question. Oh, no, 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 I would be saying. Yeah, no, I'd that's, be very that's the sad. kind of thing. We're buds. We can like fight, and I can not wish for people's deaths. I've grown as a robot person. So, could I ask a clarifying question, actually? Sure. Um, with Tony, because I think he told us, but it has been quite a long time. He wanted to get to this library that we now find ourselves at. Yep. Why? Why? Did did Tony ever tell us why he wanted to be here? Kirsten is raising her arm higher and higher and higher and is now bouncing to her seat. So okay. if you'd like to share so, that. Tony wants to go here specifically because he was going to go off and do more looking into the stuff that is impacting him and Claire. Namely, he is mm. discovered because he has rogue powers and he can sense metadimensional energy and figure out what people's powers are that he 
he doesn't have two strands. Claire has two strands of psychic energy inside of her because Claire was originally a psychic. And then when her mother passed away, we have determined based on things. I don't know if this is 100% canon, but this currently, I'm pretty confident about this. Her mother passed away. She got a second set of powers. That's when the predicting stuff happened. The first time she gave a prophecy, et cetera, et cetera, and so forth. Everything else is like telepathy. I can read your thoughts. So Tony has that too, but he only has a single strand because he wasn't a psychic before his father passed away and passed this power onto him. We have a current running theory that that power is called the spirit of the ancients and it has something to do with the travelers. What are the travelers, you may ask? Well, we don't know because we've not really been asking and we don't really care. But now's the time when we're going to find out. The only other important information that we have is that Jordan Donahue has offered to pay us money. Mm -hmm. This is why I have remembered this for information about the travelers. Looking back on it, I'm pretty sure that like was originally supposed to be Jeff being like, go ask questions about this. And then we didn't. So now we're going to find out this information. We're going to get the information. Then we're going to take it back to Arisiyama and get money for it. And that's my entire goal. It was like 500 credits for each like credible thing or something like that. I can't quite remember, but it was, Mm -hmm. it was about that. So yeah, we're here for the money and also maybe because of Claire and not at all because of Tony, but yeah. So does that answer your question, Philip? That does. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, that, that that is all information that you guys would have uh, had. And I, I was going to share that the Jordan Donahue also mentioned the Travelers. I think that was the first time the Travelers was dropped around you guys. And Tony most recently mentioned that there was a group of folks. Right. Not entirely sure. He's gotten very unclear information, but... The travelers seem to have some psychic powers outside of the standard ones that are normally taught, like the the telekinetic <laughs> armory and various, you know, standard applications of psychic abilities. Just throwing a random question out there, Jeff. I yep. don't actually know all that much about psychics. How common would you say the ability to regrow limbs is? To regrow limbs? Yeah. Is that like a thing that a lot of them have or is that like... I believe Bioscion yeah. might have okay. the ability to regrow lost limbs. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. But pretty high level Bioscions. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That'll become relevant later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, yes, so we arrived after taking the train. We have arrived at this other section of the city. There are two things of note here. There's the library and there's Genomorph Labs. Mm-hmm. Jeff has mentioned Genomorph Labs on multiple occasions. Just like Hollow Haven Entertainment. Just like Hollow Haven Entertainment. It's uncanny, really. And also <laughs> Dr. Leggett really wants to go there because there could be some cool pre-scream tech stuff. We decided to do the library first because Tony has been waiting very patiently for his turn. He has. So we're going to go there. We're going to do that first. And then we have the intention of if we have enough battery life left on the beacon, which we are currently carrying around, Alex has it. It's the only thing that keeps the giant nanite field that is constantly around us from instantly either devouring us or turning us into zombies. So we can never at any time be more than 45 feet away from each other, except for in Drick's lab. There was some special rules there. But in general, we got to be within 45 feet of each other, technically actually 15 meters I think of it as feet because I'm Yeah, dirty 15 yards, 15 meters. They're pretty close. <laughs> yes. There's that. So we're in the library. There's books in the library. There's computers in the library. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that, that is a pretty good uh, recap. So we can just hop right on in to remind folks what you guys currently see in front of you 
You have a, a large open space with hundreds of shelves. Thousands of books line these shelves that stretch into the haze that covers all of Neo Opus. The hair hangs still save for the low hum of the lights. Off to the side, you find a nook of computers with signs that would imply if you want to find something in particular, that would be a great place to start. A quick cursory glance also finds signs for a lounge area, meeting rooms, and various sections of the library. Fiction, nonfiction, history, science, periodicals. Right. Where do you guys want to go? What's our uh, battery life at? I believe the last battery check had you guys at five out of six. And I believe that was near the end of the last episode. Yes. So we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Train ride, one important thing. Yeah. But is it but does the train ride back count as another important thing? Uh yes. Yeah, I would count it as an another important, important thing. thing. So we're gonna need You probably okay. want to have like one or two. I was gonna left say two before. solidly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two or three, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So that okay, we can say we can check two sections of the library. <laughs> um two I'm... important sections of the library. <laughs> <laughs> or one important section and a, a building on the opposite side of the city. <laughs> That's those right. Uh, those, those two things will take so, roughly the same amount of time by our understanding. But if we stop by the fiction section, that's fine. As we all know, Drick invented the plot-based battery. So <laughs> Powered by the narrative. Powered by the narrative. Hey, there's a reason why milestone experience is much better than just right. fight-based experience. You kill a rat. You just milestone battery is like much ours. better than time-based and battery. And battery runs on experience points. <laughs> Um, I think if we're looking for something specific, I could just computers. Um, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, is there like a librarian's desk or something with a still active computer? Yeah. So th- th- there's, there's like a, a nestle of computers off to the side that seems to be both uploaded with, you know, internet as well as things that an application that allows you to search the contents of the library and find where it is stored. Um, There is also uh, a reception area that you guys see. There's obviously no one manning it right now, Um, but there is a data slab there as well if you'd like to turn that on and check things out there. Okay. Okay. So this was, Tony, this was your idea, yeah? Right? Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing here? So I would like to find information about the travelers. Um... Yeah, so I was going to just, you know. Um, any any other keywords here? Can you help me refine this space Google search? Um, the travelers, uh, I think there is something about quintessences. Um, How do you spell that? Uh, oh, if we're throwing out random words, I have a random word that we can maybe <laughs> pop into Google. Which is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't uh, care anymore. And um, at, at that, yeah, I think, yeah, Tony would not be able to hear that, nor would leg it. That's Both right. of them would look at you like, I'm, I'm... Don't worry about it. Okay. I'm so glad others are experiencing this too. It's in space, space whatever like language the, I speak. The black sensor bar appears over you. How did you do that? <laughs> what do you mean this? <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, okay. I would like to use query data, I think, which is a routine that I have. I can commit processing for the scene as a main action, ask one question about a database I have access to, 
and get a reply as if I had virtually unlimited time to search and examine the database contents. Look at you using your ability. Crazy. <laughs> it's almost like this was built for me. Yeah. Crazy what? that. No, come on. Okay. Anyway, what question do you want to ask? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think I want to pull. So that's going to be up to you about whether this counts as one question. But okay. I kind of wanted to do the broad net poll. Anything that has to do with any of these three terms. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that counts as a question or three questions. So if it counts as a question, we'll do travelers and quintessence, and then I'll just go looking for shibboleth manually. Okay. Um, which I'm fine with, but up to you. So uh travelers, quintessence, and shibboleth. Those mm -hmm. are the two term the three, three terms that you're looking for. Yep. So you're yeah, you're looking for any and all hits that give you something along those lines. Shibboleth unsurprisingly, does not give you any hits. It does not recognize anything in that in that system uh, in the system that you know references though that name or those beans. There's a couple of hits on quintessences. Most of them exist in the fiction part of the the library, as well as some like parascience. Oh, love that. And then the travelers, you get quite a few hits, but all of them seem to be in fiction. Okay. Can we like sort by age? Sort by published? What's what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've got this in a spreadsheet right now. And yeah. What do you throw in a couple pivot tables? Yeah, exactly. So what, what, which are, yes, I think we're looking can. for the, the older ones would be the guess here. So yeah, when you say like fiction, is it like published like chapter books or is it compilations of like folklore kind of deals? So and what's, what's, yeah, yeah. you, you take space a look. Ops, space fables. And one of space the, the earliest. Space ops fables. The earliest one is just, uh, it seems to be some kind of graphic novel that is called Traveler's Origins. <laughs> you're going real fallout on the search show. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Everything is a reference. Sick. Okay. All right. But yeah, a lot of the, the hits that you're getting, um, the quintessence and the travelers, they do appear to point towards the, a similar set of books. There's there's some mention in like the parascience that the travelers is only in the fiction uh, section, and the the parascience is is more um, talking about meta dimension worship, and so <laughs> similar to the um, not exactly the same, but similar to what are they Nate? What are the not the children of the science? The acolytes, the acolytes of, of the end. end. Thank yeah. you. The acolytes of the my end. My people, but not quite my people. Our good friend uh, that believe that there's there's like a higher plane above this one that is traveled through when you do a spike drill, and a quintessence seems to be tied to that higher plane, and is also mentioned within the the the, the travelers set of graphic novels. Cool. Well, Tony, is this is this what you're looking for? Um, uh, I was hoping for historical records. Um, fiction is not exactly what I was looking for, but I, I guess I you know just take a look at it and see what what's up. Might as well. Are there any other books or topics that we are trying to locate here before we go? 
I can take a little bit to like, so we got no hits on Shibboleth. That's not super surprising. Um, I think the Acolytes of the End are a, by sort of their definition, a, a post-scream kind of they, thing. They so there wouldn't be anything group. here about them. No. Um, but I would be interested in, we've gotten a lot of descriptions dancing around sort of like the way back in the day, the way we kind of figured out that these beings were connected to the acolytes of the end as we saw Zarvzixir, the mm-hmm. flesh beast, and kind of just typed that into the internet and people were like, yeah, that sounds like these things that the people worship. So we got like descriptions. I would like to just do a quick check for like, if I put these descriptions in of the things, not using the name. Yeah. So there's, Three dudes. Here's what they look like. Go. You do get some hits on that. Again, it is some parascience and also some myths and fables uh, of the the deep of meta-dimensional uh, space, which I think is something new. You guys were not aware that these things were associated at all with meta-dimensional space. That's right. Um, but... There, there is also some hits there. Again, fiction, but like rather than someone is, you know, writing for entertainment, this is more like mythology and fables. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I say we go to the periodical section. Anybody? I'm kidding. <laughs> I was prepared. I know, I know, but. Find the microfiches. <laughs> there are answer lines. So right. there's. Places in fiction that we want to go to. Do we want to look at the parascience stuff at all? Yes. Around quintessences? I mean, maybe. Might as well. I would suggest we go through, grab all of the books that are relevant, put them in a pile. And leave with them. Like in a singular location. I mean, I don't think we can actually. We don't have any library cards. I don't think we can leave them. I can get you one. I think there's like a stack and I'll like (laughs) look around the the shelves. (laughs) I'm sure they have some. Alex, the librarian, welcome to my library. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm guessing that there's enough of these books that we wouldn't actually be able to carry them out. That all being said, we did empty our inventory into the car right before coming here. So we got a lot of room. Yeah, you got you got some and you always have, you know, Micah's yeah, put things, things in, in a, a box, box and levitate mm-hmm. it. Tried and true. That Although great. that means you would have to you would no longer be able that's to it. just drag your drone, drone around, which you do have. I mean, that's right. Which we need to remember. You have that, a drone. That means I would have. Two of my slots occupied out of three to drag stuff around. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. There you go. All right. Never mind. So we can only take two boxes. And when that <laughs> happens, when we get into combat, you have to drop all three so you can go levitate the guys. We there got it. Go. We got it. Well, you, you figured it out. Um, okay. Yeah. I think, I think really I'm, if we can do a collect every single book that we've hit on here and take it with us, that would be awesome. I don't know if we can. So I think step one is figuring out how many of these books are there and how heavy they are. And just like, we'll go through, we'll all stick together because we don't want to die to nanites mm-hmm. and just grab them all and put them in a central location and then reevaluate from there. Okay. So and are you going to take a look at any of these right now or are you just literally just taking them off the shelves and putting them in? This is taking them off the shelves and putting them in the thing. Like ideally, if we can keep them sorted in a this is the pile about 
with reference to Shiva. I'm sure there's some overlap. Maybe we have separate piles for mm-hmm. like we're getting organized. Yeah, absolutely. We're collecting the the meta information about this, if you will. Okay, so you guys you guys take some time to um you have you have a list mm-hmm. of of things that you you want to hit up. You pick up some of these these graphic novels, particularly the one that says Traveler's Origins. You pick up some of the myths and fables of metadimensional beings and as well as Paris science around and almost like religious texts uh, around metadimensional space as a whole. One of the things I'm going to do this right now, so because uh, it feels appropriate, Tony's going to take a look at the traveler's origins because he's itching to, to know a little bit. And about- so he's going to go digging into a comic book. Yes. Cool. So um, I was looking for nonfiction. This is close enough. Well, he's he's curious. He's like Every, everything I've heard seemed to imply that these were like real people, and and so he starts flipping through. For and- for what it is worth, we did recently encounter a uh, situation in which myths and legends very much turned out to be an actual physical place. So this is not completely unheard That's fair. of. That's fair. This this could be useful information. He starts flipping through this. He starts to to read, and you're gonna have to bear with me. Okay, I'm gonna assume you're going to like copy paste this. Yes, I'll copy. I, I'm, so I don't just, do just this. listen. Yeah. So you you guys also start uh, looking over his shoulder to see a little bit about like the the pictures that are there, and he reads out loud. Our story begins in the not so distant past when spike drives were used to hop from system to system, braving the currents of metadimensional space. He skips ahead a few pages, and so our heroes jumped into metadimensional space aboard their ship. The Traveler. Little did they know, this voyage would change their lives forever. And it, it's very like the yeah. forever is like underlined oh, multiple yeah. times in bold. In bold. It, it's very, you know, it's a comic, comic book. book. It's it's chewing the scenery if it could. He skips ahead again. There's someone out there in metadimensional space. How'd they get out there? Quick before the currents take him away. You see a picture of the crew pulling a man lost in space. But a fight with some uh, extra-dimensional beings uh, seems to occur. The things <laughs> appear as this these shifting shadows that kind of shimmer in various forms, um, some of which take on bipedal nature, others that just seem to be floating clouds. Wait, he's got vitals. He's alive? Pictures depict the crew of six putting the man in the med bay. There appears to be strange spatial distortions around him. A few days pass, and then the man wakes up. And then you see another quote bubble. What? Where am I? The Traveler. A ship. You're, you're safe now. I feel like I was out there for so long. What's the current date? Uh, T-15-3-2259. Hike. Snap! What? No. That can't be true. I departed. T-29-7-2109. Nearly 150 years earlier. (gasps) (gasps) The man passes out again. A few more pages are skipped. The crew seems unsure what to do. Some of them are afraid of the energy that seems to be coursing throughout him. He wakes up again one last time. Thank you all for rescuing me. I feel... I feel I can finally rest. Before I do, though, may I give something to each of you? Six balls of light fly from the torso of this man and fly into the the six crew. 
After some initial confusion and pain, the doctor checks the man's vitals, but he's already gone. The group releases him into space per his last request so that he may sleep among the stars. The story continues, and as the group continues their travels, they start to exhibit strange powers. One stronger than the ordinary psychic. You find yourself reading a panel detailing their powers as the travelers are born. The oracle, capable of prophetic visions and feats of extreme dexterity when cornered. The knave, capable of sensing psychics and, if they're able to make physical contact, is able to take use of their powers for a limited amount of time. The eternal, capable of complete control over their own biology, able to change gender, appearance, age, and (laughs) recover from even the most grievous wounds. The lodestone, able to exert extreme force on objects as long as they are the point of origin or destination. The empath, a telepath with the ability to link to willing individuals and either control them or see through their eyes no matter where they are. And finally, the vault, a teleporter with their own pocket dimension, allowing them to transfer themselves and others across light years in the matter of seconds. I feel like one of those powers had a lot more caveats than the other one. <laughs> Which one? one was like, you can do anything. You can heal yourself. You can teleport things. You're really strong if something is the point of origin. Or the- <laughs> what? Basically, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a push or pull. Very just like if you stand and have like a, a cannonball in front of you, you can, you know, launch it at extreme speeds a lot faster than a normal telekinetic could. And then additionally, you can also pull things towards you at extreme speeds faster than a normal telekinetic could. But it's not move the ball from way over there to somewhere else way over there. That is exactly right. Okay. Mm. So they kind of need to be like, the force either needs to be coming towards them or coming away from them. The pusher. The pusher. <laughs> That's that what he was also has drugs. <laughs> that, was, that was the working title. Glowstone uh, did a little bit better in the screening groups. Gotcha. Okay, so, um, that was a fun comic book. Totally useless anyway. Let's carry on. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Nothing of interest mm. at all. Okay. Well, both Tony and Claire are just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's <laughs> the knave. <laughs> I feel like they could have picked a better name. Name for uh, what? Oh, God, we're doing the Marvel joke. <laughs> really, Jeff? Also, I totally thought we were doing aliens, but we're doing animorphs. I like that. What do you mean, Animorphs? Or are you not familiar with Animorphs? No, you're, you're going to have to take us out of this podcast <laughs> yes. and tell me oh, about yeah. Animorphs. Of animorphs. Um, the beginning of Animorphs, there is an that. alien who dies on a ship, and before he dies, oh, he's stumbled yeah. upon by a group of random teenagers who all happen to walk home at the same time. And some, and a guy can turn into a squirrel now. They can yeah, turn exactly, into any yeah. animal that they touch, where they have to like have touched it for a little bit of time, which is really fun when they try and go get like their combat ones, because like you got to touch a tiger for a certain period of time. Oh, that's, that's cool. Like, and Welcome back to seven yeah. to the right. <laughs> anyway, um, so okay, okay, okay. Also, also relevant relevant things to our m- moving forward because sometimes it takes a while. The Oracle is the name that everybody was referring to Claire about back when she was with the Children of the Silence. She did mm-hmm. not care for it a lot, so we immediately discarded it. The name sounds a lot like how Tony described his powers back when we were on Glazov 5. It's also how Alex would describe Tony. Yeah, (laughs) that fucking name. (laughs) I love it so much. And then, sorry, what was was giving the Healy one's name? Uh, I'm sorry, the, the Eternal? 
Ah, yeah, the there eternal. you go. The eternal. Capable of complete control over their own biology, able to change gender, appearance, and age, and recover from even the most grievous of wounds. Yeah, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound like anybody we know. No. <laughs> yeah. I've had a pet theory going for the Do you want longest to share it? time. Yeah, yeah. This it's was my crazy how, Yeah, we did meet one person who <laughs> was weirdly able to regenerate, but that could have just been a normal biosyon. Yeah, totally. We could have just been friends. And, uh, you know, Dorian Gray, which is definitely a title because it was passed down between multiple different people over the course of many generations. And also using meta information toward Donahue's existence and the fact that Jeff keeps getting their names confused. Yeah. No, 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 no. Wait a second. Led me to conclude. They're just best friends, and I sometimes <laughs> forget the two best journal. friends. They Do share you? a journal. Don't you share a journal with your best friend? You would know if I did. <laughs> their initials are almost reverses of each other. Weird. So. Do you mean to tell me that Batman has superpowers? That's not allowed at all. Um, any, anyway, I'm not the other convinced ones. how much Nona knows of this because it is partially based on meta information. But oh uh, yeah, when we get back there, maybe we'll have some questions. So yeah, maybe back in the in the scene itself. Yes, yeah, those two are having a moment. Obviously, I oh. think we probably recognize that that sounds an awful lot like what we know about the two of them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we will well, proceed to ask nothing because that's how we are as a group. Well, at least like go go over to to Claire if she's looking a little bit weird and be like, I don't know. I'll like be next to Claire and be like, so is that what you're looking for, Tony? Uh, I think so. I mean, like the Oracle and the Knave, those kind of relate very closely to you know claire and myself i why is this in fiction though i well well, i i don't know because i I feel like the ability to see the future and also like whatever you have going on are just pretty like superpower e oh that's that like see the future is one thing whatever he has going on that is not a a sense like sense science and like uh, touch people to stop their powers. That's a that's a pretty. I mean, uh, it's it's pretty kind of. Thing. I guess it's pretty cool to let him know. That I said <laughs> yeah. that. But like, that's a little. I mean, uh, when it's also like the the meta dimensional whatever, that's kind of a big coincidence, don't you think? No, because it's in this universe. Like you know, we they existed around meta dimensional things. Like before there was space travel, people still wrote stories about space because they were exposed to it and and like knew it. It does it doesn't feel as silver bullety as kind of kind of this. I think I think it's it's weird for sure, but it's just it's it's not it's a comic book. I don't know. I I think there's something to it. I I, I hear you, you're right, but can I like take the comic? I want to see who the author was. Not that that's going to tell us anything, but I just want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the author appears to be just initials. JD. <laughs> <laughs> that Yay! mother, that piece of work. Hmm. For a little bit, I did think that his name was just initials. <laughs> <laughs> but Justin, no, initials. Justin Ishels. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good pen name. That's that a good pen great. name. Oh, Copyright, so TM, TM, TM. <laughs> Do not steal. Uh, 
Okay, cool. All right, well, something of dubiously, I mean, like it's a story, it's something. Hmm. Uh, damn, all right, cool. Any, any other books? Uh, I, I, yeah, I guess um, there's the, the quintessences, I guess. I, based off of con- context clues, I think what the the shiny you know back on this page and flips back to the page where the man dying in the the med bay seems to have these these balls of light come from him it feels like those might be the quintessences but i don't know what exactly a quintessence is uh on onto the parascience (laughs) section Well, it's Quickly, the look up. essence, obviously, Tony. Yeah, the that actually bothers me because I think there's six. <laughs> yeah, so whoever wrote names is it just like like the pinnacle of something sure, or yeah. like the the basis? It is quintessential. Yeah, yeah we were just being quintessence. Dumb. Tony, okay, Nave, <laughs> <laughs> you are forever, forever. Yes. Yeah, I guess I guess this is what I was looking for. It doesn't really. I guess we should get, you know, back to, you know, uh, our ships and, and read through this material there as opposed to, you know, here with the, you know, the the battery going down. Yeah. It's, I, I do have a habit of taking books back to the ship a <laughs> yeah, lot. We can, check, we can check this out. Yeah. I have an account. <laughs> yeah. We actually, we should search for uh, library turrets similar to the shopping mall turrets. <laughs> Is there anything out there that's going to prevent us from taking these books? No, there, there, there's no um, it was, turrets. It was publicly funded. They didn't have enough money. <laughs> uh, the sad state of the government. The public library. <laughs> like, if we have time on our plot battery, I'd be curious to look up, like, advanced robotics for the age. Like, it, you know, something that could tell us, like, about nanomachines or true AIs. Mm. But... If we're kind of on a tighter schedule, we don't have to do that. But it seems like there's a lot to know in the library. Check the mm-hmm. battery. It's a uh, five out of six still. Okay. Yes. You guys yes. haven't finished your important thing just yet. Okay. So now is the time to do a bunch of unimportant stuff in the middle. We'll make it an Side important. Parts. Well, don't worry. You, you, I have complete control over this battery. <laughs> if you start doing, That's if right. you start making fun of my, my important thing battery, then it's going to start going down. I know. I know. Bars. I do, I do like the idea. <laughs> like, I do like the idea of looking for robotic stuff. I think Nona's a little over robotic stuff right now. But if you wanted to do that, I think I, I would follow. I, Mike well, is curious, I, I, but like, shush you. I, I could also um, go for you know, I just perhaps some science or nonfiction. Uh, very interesting things around here. If you had to pick one between the library and go, I'm not saying you have to, but between the library and going to Gene Morph Labs. No. But I, can't we do both? You can only uh, no, look at It would be uh, Gene Morph, Morph okay. Labs. There's, there's probably right. actual physical let's, let's devices that might be a bit more. Go check the library. Even though knowledge is about your best robots. weapon. Yes. <laughs> best that? joke. Knowledge is the best weapon. <laughs> I'm going to find the biggest book I can. (laughs) Smack you over the head with it. (laughs) Knowledge. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm on 
board for that. Um, we can also look into more of these things. God, I wish we could just split the party. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. We're cool. Yeah. It's like Micah has like a hobbyist interest, you know, in robot stuff. Um, we, we should we go look to- at the robot stuff. We'll add that to the pile. We'll go, you know what? Actually, go back to the computers. We can do a same search again. It's going to take me a little bit longer because I can't just, I don't think reading a comic book counts as going through a different scene. So I can't use that power again, but I can normal attempt to search it. And I'm very good at these things. Okay. So you're searching for what exactly? Uh, We're looking up specifically what Micah said was true AI stuff and any information about the nanites. Okay. Yeah. There's actually uh, a few hits on that. There's some nonfiction, there's some history, and then there's some science. So you see, uh, I'll I'll just give you a couple of the the titles. So you see uh, Eternal Conflicts, The Nanobots, War Chronicle, author General Adrian Nexa. You additionally see The Chronicles of Nexa, Family's Ascension, Applications of True AI, which seems to have been written by a host of various scientists as well as quite a few various things about nanobots and their their applications. The one that was written by a bunch of scientists. Are any of our plot-relevant friends in there? It seems to have been written underneath a pen name. Yeah, kind of. Got it. Justin okay. Ischel. <laughs> Justin Ischel. Amazing. Okay. Just scientists. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. It, that doesn't sound like too many books. I think we go get those. We add them to the pot. They get their own pile. But this is our research table. Also, I would like to say I'm not going to be good at it. But this like entire time, anytime we mention like robot stuff, I'm going to be trying to sneakily watch Tony and still trying to get a sense. Wait, no, I can ask Claire. <laughs> Oh, I love this. I'm going to like have a little room. Okay. Can you come, come over here for a second? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here. Oh, okay. Um, I know I said this. Keep in mind, you can't get more than 30 yards right. away from That's right. Tony. That's right. That's right. Oh, and it's going to be bad. It's going to be like whisper, whisper, look over at Tony. Well, like, whisper, I guess you like, you could do like the tap your, your yeah, head and, yeah, yeah, and talk yeah. in the head. So yeah, we, get, we don't have to head. do the whisper. Fair enough. I'm still eyeing Tony the entire time. Nona is still very bad at deception um and she's just gonna say um i know we said this was rude but i honestly cannot tell if tony knows about my status as a robot or not we left things on it was very unclear um and um i've I've been trying to hide it and i don't know if i have to it's very tiring um could could you check for me yeah uh yeah, there's a possibility that is, well, I was going to say a thing, and you're going to laugh at it, but there's a possibility that his will's too strong in order for me to ask that question. Mm. If he's like a willful individual, which we kind of know he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Claire, get it on the Tony bashing. But Welcome to the family, babe. <laughs> she's all yeah, I, I you, can you try did, and drill deep a little like, bit. You did like, yeah, okay. I, I mean, can kind of do what you did, you know, with with the computer, but with someone's head. If I distract <laughs> him, would that help at all? Um, I don't know how trained he is in metascionics. Some metascions can, you know, uh, tell when abilities are being used on them. Hmm. But 
could he tell what you were looking for or just that it's happening? Mostly just that it's happening. We could just straight up ask him, be like, listen, you have been, you know, he knows that you have powers, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And so we could just straight up say to him, if we want to run a, what's it called? A, a background check. Okay. Would that, would that work? Maybe. We'll have to ask. Cool. He might be, it might be weird. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Like, <laughs> do you want? Are you gonna ask or am I gonna ask? I can do it. Okay, <laughs> I'll be here. Yeah, you know, I mean, you should come with too because you're the one actually doing it. Yeah, and, and, I'll, know, I'll walk up stuff. beside you. Yeah, as you guys have just been staring directly, <laughs> directly into Tony. each other's eyes, <laughs> directly into each other's eyes, and then looking over at Tony and directly. So yeah, we we're going to go approach Tony really fast. I'm going to say, excuse me, um, t- Tony. Oh uh, yeah, what, what's up? Um. Well, there's a lot lot of things going on right now and um I'm I would like to be able to trust you more. Oh, okay. I I felt we we trusted each other, you know. A decent decent amount. Okay. That um, hurts my feelings a little bit, but okay. I, I know. I'm sorry. I do that a lot. I've been told. Don't worry about it. No, it's all okay. right. Okay. Um and so as you know, we have an individual with us that can read minds and um, was wondering if you would be willing to let her read your mind. Okay. I, do you also just want to ask me the question or whatever or? No. Okay. Yo, right. Because I could be lying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, Claire, I guess. Uh, come at me, I suppose. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Mike is watching this play out with amusement. <laughs> and Claire just starts to focus a little bit on Tony. And you notice that same flash that kind of happens behind her pupils. And she goes over to you, Nona, and says, he's trying to be nice about it, but he, he has a pretty good understanding about what might be happening. Okay. He's been around Quinn. Yeah. And so and he, know. he mentioned that out of the blue when saying I was weird the the other time we interacted. So I I, I thought, but well, you know, the last time I just went and t- told Dr. Leggett about it, we got I got a little bit in trouble. So I just wanted to make sure. And Tony is standing here saying, like, uh, so we we cool? We all right? Yeah. I'm so For sorry, now. Tony. I'm afraid we'll have to kill, kill you. Are you gonna you gonna tell me what you were looking for or anything? No, yeah, you don't have you don't have to tell me. I, I'll I'll I'm just gonna go back to my book. Um, actually, that that's times. a great question, Jeff. How long have we been here? Um, Can I sit down on the ground and fix myself? Do I have 15 minutes? Sure. Because that feels very funny to me. Fair enough. It's like, oh, oh, we're cool. All right. Yeah, you got, you got some time. <laughs> okay. I straight up just go over the table, <laughs> sit right, down, cool. pull my spare parts out, toss them on the table, and uh, proceed to fix myself. And Tony looks over there and goes, okay. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's about what get... I expected. I, I wasn't you know, sure, but like, yeah, all right, cool. Before cool, cool, you cool. get 
Elbow deep in yourself, no, no. <laughs> can, we, can we go around and like pick up all the books that we're going to, and then just kind of like set them down? Oh, and I thought during we that already time, had. Oh, do, do I we thought we already had. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give it. Okay. I think that. Yeah, yeah. 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 explicitly said it. Is there a, a suitable like storage box for us to take somewhere around? Yeah, yeah. A little yeah. book cart. Yeah, a little book cart. A little book right, cart. You can just roll cart. it along behind you. We cart. can probably fit. So no, it's probably going to be limited by space. Not. It's not an all-terrain book cart. Yet. <laughs> Excellent. Wonderful. Alex oh, okay. is going to take off the backpack and put it down on a table, but we'll have his hand on the backpack at all times while we're while we're doing this. This stuff. is why we gave it to you because you're the responsible character. All right. Yeah, the Sure, we can call him responsible. Yeah. Well, it's all it's all <laughs> relative, really. So you 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 guys have uh, you've obtained, you know, a bunch of books around the travelers like their their entire series, which Tony is currently like diving into right now. A bit of, about quintessences books. and their their applications and kind of what they are. Myths and legends around beings of meta, from the metadimensional space, as well as various research material around nanobots and true AI. Um, and I pulled out a couple, particularly around that seem to be relevant to the conflict on. Demos in particular. So is there anything else that you guys want to do in the library? I don't think so. I think like you're taking 15 minutes to patch yourself yeah, up. But so probably leaf through one of the nanobot books while she's doing that. But it sounds like we're planning to head out. Yeah. Do we have the um the book on that general guy? General was yeah. it Nixa? Yeah. Uh, Adrian uh, the, Nixa. the Eternal Conflicts, the Nanobots Wars Chronicle author, General Adrian Nexa. I think that's the one that Alex is probably the most interested in mm-hmm. as a person. Okay. Um, so I'll probably leaf through that. Yeah. Yeah. And also his name showed up on one of the other books too, right? That's yeah, right. the Chronicles of the Nexa family. Yeah. yeah. Chat GPT likes Chronicles. No. <laughs> you know what? This is better. I'm fine with this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the Chronicles of Nexa family's Ascension was another one that you guys pulled that seems to be tangentially related to nanobots. Let's say, so Nona is currently fixing herself. I'll give you a a little bit, Alex, of what what you... um, So this book, it describes the the tactics of first applying nanobots as a support tool in the Demotion War, um, particularly around medics and uh, like helping out medics and applying first aid to soldiers on the front, as well as rebuilding destroyed infrastructure, things like bridges, buildings, roads, things like that. And then it goes into detail. The the later part is almost these should also be applied in more offensive situations as well, not just in the support. But the government thinks that that's a a bad idea. And it's it's kind of this... What? (laughs) The... um, This this person, Adrian Nexa, this general in in the... um, the this the military seems to be implying that the the government believes that applications of nanobots in an offensive uh, measure could be catastrophic in like, various you know, ways. This maybe perhaps, and yeah. the government is like the local government, not like the Terran Mandate here. Yeah, uh, you you read through it. The there's not a whole bunch about why the war on Demos is really happening. It does appear that it is a world war. Um, there are multiple factions involved. 
Neo Opus is the capital of one such of the factions. And it's just, you're not entirely sure why it started. It seems like they're not even entirely sure why it started, but it's just been a constant battle. And nanobots have started to take more and more of a front line as part of of those conflicts. Yeah. Well, when you're immortal, why not just fight forever? Yeah. Cool. And so, Micah, you read through um, Nanobots A History, and it talks a little bit about... What's a history? <laughs> yeah, I was literally just <laughs> thinking that. It, it, re- it talks a little bit about nanobots and their applications, a little bit about how they work. It seems that they are controlled by some... F- it is the intersection of psionics and virtual intelligence. There are these psionic... VIs that control waves of these nanobots. The nanobots themselves are self-replicating and use the materials around them, oftentimes detritus, to rebuild themselves. And constantly they are rebuilding themselves and can be programmed to do various things from, you know, applying first aid, which requires them to have a mental model of what a healthy human is, as well as repair infrastructure and stuff like that, which requires an understanding as to what was supposed to be there before. And this is why our map can rebuild the the map that we have of like the map. You can push the button and all the little nanites or nanobots come out and map out the area. That's why when a bunch of them got it, we just turn it off and wait a bit and it's still going to be fixed because That's they're self-replicating. The mm-hmm. Love that. Mm, consistency. Interesting. Good. Is um is there anything in that book? I guess Alex will ask Micah. Mm. Um, is there anything on like where these nanobots are run from? Is a central like? Yeah, that is a really good question. I guess I'll look through the table of contents. Is there anything that would lead me to a spot like that? It seems like they are able to share this information just in general. To it, it seems mostly to try and quell public fears about nanobots. So it's mm-hmm. very, it's very much like this is kind of how they work, but also it's a very well-kept secret as to where these pillars are because they are of strategic importance. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so you said they're like psionically controlling the VIs. Is there any additional detail about what kind of psychic stuff is involved there? Uh, a little bit. It seems to... The reason why it's psionic is because it seems to be able to use metadimensional pathways that exist kind of in the other plane mm. to communicate. Similar to some of the work that is was done for, for true AI, right, is you want to almost build a, a window into the metadimensional plane to flood it with this limitless energy. And so it seems like whoever created these nanobots were able to communicate through metadimensional space to each and one of these very, you know, microscopic uh, robots. And so that's that's the psionic application of it. It's not necessarily like these pillars or these virtual intelligence themselves are psychics, but more that they are able to use metadimensional pathways similar to what psychics do within their own minds to control these clouds. Got it. Interesting. Yeah, so I guess there are these control pillars around somewhere, but uh, who knows where those would be? Anyway. Um, for what purpose? 
of, I guess, controlling the the nanite clouds. Mm. So, I mean, presumably something went screwy with those at some point. Assuming if if we do happen to come across these things, I would actually recommend caution around turning them off, mm-hmm. mostly just because Drake's lab is hidden right now, mostly due to the nanites. Yeah. And if you turn the nanites off, then it's oh, just yeah. there. We did not hide it well. Oh, I mean, that's true. I mean, we're probably not going to run into one of those, but yeah, sure. If we Definitely do. To, to keep in mind, yeah. Consult with the group before turning them off. I, my personal worry as well is, you know, the control pillars might be malfunctioning, but also, like, maybe there's a reason that they're not self-replicating and covering the entire planet. So maybe we don't want to turn the pillars off in the first place. Yeah, fair enough. Is Leggett doing anything? Leggett will have paged through the applications of True AI book. Mm. We shoot him. Did he find anything? Uh, well, it it seems to be mostly um, a uh, an, an essay more uh, explaining the good that uh, True AI could fulfill um it, it seems to reference the um the Terran mandate quite often as to being uh blockers to further research into that particular field and explains that the Terran mandates mm, they're mainly using uh, the um the unbraked minds more as a cover for why they not want true AI I think true they don't want anyone to Established like a sense of power, and uh, these folks seem to be describing all of the good that true AI can do around, you know, problem solving, innovation, efficiency, various humanitarian efforts, and perhaps even space exploration. And yeah, it's mostly just a, a love letter to why true AI should exist. I don't think Micah would exactly see it this way, but I'm thinking there's a lot of propaganda in this library, not a lot of very balanced, <laughs> two-sided uh, oh. commentary, but that's well, fine. I was just thinking that Taryn Mende is a bunch of hypocrites. That's always true. Yeah, just because they're like, oh, you can't have true AI because what if they're unbraked? And they then Terra, as far as we know, I think exists specifically because mm-hmm. the Taryn Mende was like, build us one random true AI, dude. They so I'm mad about that. It turns out the Terran Mandate mostly just wants to um, <laughs> wanted to corner the market, so to speak. I would I would guess mm, at yes. the very least not pre- prevent anyone from uh, attaining too much power in order to. Only we can use these individuals. No one else can use them. I think so. Yes. Oh, all right, Nona, you feeling better? I'm good. We good to head out? Yeah. And so you guys start to, to head out, and you actually notice that Claire also has a book. Yes. Claire? Yes. What you got there? Oh, um, well, it's oh, uh, no. it's a fictional. Uh, <laughs> Don't yeah. ask more questions. Uh, remember the previous episode? Well, oh, I so I read the back of it. It's called Shadows of Deceit by Abigail Sterling. Uh-huh. And it's, it's the quaint town of Eldridge Harbor. Renowned detective Olivia Harper is facing the most perplexing case of her career when the wealthy heiress Victoria Sinclair is found dead in her opulent mansion under suspicious circumstances, the entire community is plunged into a web of secrets and lies. And I just finished my other book. That it, There was a big stand and she points over and yeah. it's like oh, there's several you. books uh-huh. like all lined up and there's like a cutout of a, a woman kind of 
with a, a big like uh, oh magnifying glass and a detective's hat. And it was like, and it, uh, it just seemed like, is um, it is it part of a series? I I think so. Take I should grab the rest all of, the of them. These look sick. Olivia, the Olivia. Uh, oh, Can you're you? not going to find them. This That's is true. this is very, these are very old. If you want Mona the books, could, you have to grab them now. Could you do the thing and search for? I'm Olivia already Harper? on it. <laughs> there there are like. 20 of these. Add them to the pile. Add them to the pile. Absolutely. We're taking all of them. I'm reading those after you're done with them. (laughs) Guys, the system's only letting me check out five. (laughs) Make more accounts. Yeah, just take another library card. One one for Claire. So you guys also take the whole Olivia Harper series. We are the best space. I was going to say parents, but no, we're really more like space, like aunts and uncles. Mm -hmm. Like we give all of the presents, like the puppy and the book series. We do not discipline at all. All right. So you guys have raided the library. You've obtained everything that I think you really raided wanted. Raided is strong. There's still a lot of books that you've, you've Jeff checked has strong out quite opinions about using a library <laughs> for its intended purpose. You're not going to return these books. You don't Do, does know anyone that. ever? <laughs> you don't know that. I'm immortal. It's true. I go back 500 years later and scan everyone That's back true. in. Here I nice my teeth. <laughs> the Manites might just fix Nona up. Probably just That's going to be going. 5 billion credits of late fees. And I pay Because <laughs> I am a good citizen of this decrepit. Anyway, okay, yeah, cool. We gather all these. This is, In my mind, by the way, this is now turned into an escort mission because we mm. have not actually read most of these books. So if they yep. get broken, we're effed. Also, everything on that cot, like altogether, it's probably worth millions of credits. Like, you know, how many actual, so. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, for One. sure. It's a treasure trove. The Olivia Harper series has been lost to time <laughs> and you can bring it back. Whispered of only in legend. <laughs> Dr. I'm Leggett, s- you might actually have a future. <laughs> I I do Oh. A lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? How much more room we got on this floating library card? Tar some things in there, just buddy. Just grab whatever. <laughs> just grab whatever looks high value. Toss it in. Chaos. For a bunch and of first like editions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys do want to take time and, and look for expensive things? Or is that an, uh, an off I It was more of a like... On the way out the door, grab a couple more, see if we can sell them kind of thing. You know, just put your hand on the shelf and just, just kind of like... Into yeah, the yeah. box. That's more what I was going for. Big. <laughs> and later, guys, why do we have all these books by authors who last time have an M in them? <laughs> who picked those out? Oh, wait. <laughs> Perry Hodder. <in> <laughs> yeah, Claire. Oh, God, it was an adaptation of the book series. No. <laughs> Stupid. All right. Let's get out of here. So you guys have obtained information from the library. You are back now on the Arrow Sky Promenade. Promenade. You see the monorail station ahead of you. You just left the public library. Is there still the monorail car that is covered with all the blood and cuts, or did that leave? Oh, it's 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 down the the steps into um, oh, a little bit of a. Mind. You guys are elevated, yeah. but. 
the I station keep, came in below the elevated platform. I, I keep wanting them to be like Disneyland where they're all in the sky and majestic and stuff. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, it is in the sky and majestic, but it's underneath the platform that you guys are I on. I see. So we are even higher up in the air. Exactly. The aeros, I, it's the air, air sky, sky promenade. promenade. Mm-hmm. Got it. Also, I keep thinking a promenade is a type of dance. Every time you say that, I'm like, yes, the Aerosky promenade. Is that a move in like square dancing? Is that- oh, maybe, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Mm. Anyway, sorry about that. Anyway, getting back to. <laughs> <laughs> Transition us to the next thing. And oh. so there's also um, on this platform, there is uh, Gene Morph Labs as well. And oh, you just you see added like another a, thing. Well, no, there's just Gene Morph Labs. Oh, I thought you were about to say as well as. Oh, no, sorry. My bad. And I was going to say, and uh, Dr. Lucius Leggett just kind of like is, you know, eyeing it like back yes. and forth. I take the battery. <laughs> it's uh, now four out of six. All right. Okay. We're, we're good. Um, we can do Brief stay. Yeah, let's check it out. I'd like to use my scouting drone like before we just walk in to see if it can like pick up if there are any zombies in there or right. something. Right. How are you going uh, to do So, well, that? A, a couple of questions and you obviously don't need to answer if I wouldn't know that. This thing, like all of its component parts were assembled outside of our little safe zone. I'm wondering if it is able to go out into the cloud while being unharmed. Maybe I wouldn't know that or be able to guess. But also because you'd it be has, able to tell pretty quickly if it was. I would, <laughs> but that would make me cry if it fell apart. So I don't want to do. You that. can like stick a little bit uh, of it outside and see what happens. It's gonna, but it's gonna be fine. We can yeah. do something. Also, have, so um, it it I has have a broken biomonitor that we can. But that didn't come from here. Broken? So I'm, I'm worried. And I think the biomonitor yeah. works. Oh, I have a new one. I also have the broken one from the EMP grenade way back in the day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I probably would have left that in the car. So if I know, we'll get back to the car. <laughs> Anyways, um, I mean, oh, what I was thinking yeah, is... yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, this this observation suite that it's got does have infrared. I don't know if that would help us to see zombies through walls. Tiny computers probably run hot. So that was my thought. Or just, like, send it a little bit further, like, from a higher vantage point, see through windows... Mm-hmm. Or we can just walk in. I have binoculars. Yes, you do. So I will say that infrared will not work for these zombies because they are just filled with these nanites, which fills everything right now. Fair enough. So it'd probably Makes be sense. like a big blur. Yeah, it'd be yeah. a big blur. You no do... higher concentrations. No. Uh, no or like not the... Device is not doesn't seem to be sensitive enough to be able to tell the the difference between higher concentrations or lower concentrations. Fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a little head thing, uh, yeah. a little head back and forth. Audio medium, <laughs> audio medium. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so but you you case the the joint a little bit. You notice that it's a it's a pretty large facility, not massive. It seems to, by by um, looking in through uh, the various windows as you do a quick fly around, you notice that there's like a, a reception area, which would be the first thing that you kind of enter into. There seems to be some office space as well as some lab space. And then additionally, into the lab space, it appears that the protection on like the, the windows and stuff like that seems to get higher and higher, especially towards mm-hmm. the back of the facility, uh, seems to be quite well protected at least from just looking at like there are bars on on this side of the building as opposed to just you know regular old glass the um the doors on the back side of the building also appear to 
be locked with key cards or some mm-hmm. kind of like access like that. Uh, and then other of those doors like don't have an outdoor handle. It seems like they mostly want people to enter through the front, not through the back. Day, huh, Jeff? All right. Yeah. I'll yeah communicate what I see to like, all right. Like as far as I can tell, I don't immediately see like zombies filling the place up. There's like more security around the backside. So maybe there's stuff of interest back there. But yeah, if we have a little bit of time, we can check it out. I think I'm fine with that. Definitely. Yeah. So you guys start moving towards gene morph labs. As you walk through the the reception area, you find yourself in a sleek, inexpensive research lab, seemingly focused on genetic engineering based off of the various kind of ads that you see or like the the company's slogans on the on the side. The marketing material that they have displayed in their lobby boasts that in the next five to ten years, 25% of soldiers will be augmented by Gene Morph's super soldier serum. And you notice that as you approach the elevators, that this particular building consists of office spaces, labs, and an area past the labs called secured labs that seems to be in line with <laughs> what? Super labs. <laughs> Super labs that uh, Micah has bars on found. the window. DD. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of my Super Lab <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay. Okay, so just to like set some expectations, <laughs> I want to be out of here before, while we still have at least three bars on there, we, we need to start wrapping up and start moving back unless we find a way to recharge this uh, backpack here. Hmm. I, I, I feel like that's kind of, we're, we're running low on time now. Yeah, with you on that. So maybe we just cut straight to where probably the coolest stuff is. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, okay. What are you looking for, Nona? Well, I'm not looking for anything in specific, but it seems to me that the coolest stuff in this building based on the signs is most likely super soldiers. Super soldier serum? Yes. Maybe. But I don't know how how the nanites interact with the super soldiers. I thought they just, I was assuming they they kind of were, right? The whole thing with the nanobots and using it in the... They didn't interact with psychics. Mm. But, I mean, I'm down for it, but that's a fair point, Nona. <laughs> there might be things back there that are angry. It, it, has been, it has been my experience so far that places with bars on them normally contain either they don't want you to get in or they don't want something to get out. And yeah, no. well, true, but also, you know. Yeah, the no. last lab that we went to had that feral psychic... Um, hanging out in the tree, so that's a fair bet too. Yeah. The one that the under legged the, the mushroom shot. people. Yeah. Right, right. I do remember that. You, I didn't particularly right. care for it. You went at the mushroom people, but there was a diff. There was a different yeah. the, high the, security the, the, area. The lab one where I got shot. Tony, whether no, you're whether you're you got shot stories. earlier today. I'm... Oh, that's what you're referring to. Yes, yeah. I've also been shot earlier today. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to take you where there's super soldiers. Well, uh, did you have something on your agenda for coming? Like, there's probably cool shit here. I, I'm on board. Sure. Like, I, it's mostly just I need. Um, it's going to sound. Was it uh, avaricious? Is that you the need word? what you, you need? What you need? You want a pillage, man? A little bit. I need. Right. It. You're in it for the money. 
I'm not in it for the money, but I'd like to be out of it with the money. Welcome to the team, friend. <laughs> we <laughs> are also in it? it for the money. Can and you so... feel it, Mr. Kirk? <laughs> <laughs> so perhaps uh, we keep our distance from any um, super soldiers, if there are any in here, but we raid the oh. the labs. Oh, okay. Hot. Yeah, uh, we, I, we, we could we, take it slow, but we don't want to take it too slow. Because of the time. Because of yeah, the time. Yeah, let's not take it too slow. Okay. Nona's is having like a little bit of like, everybody else wants to do this. She's going to just go and just like stand over by like it and just kind of be like. I'm okay. I'm, I'm all right. There's nothing here yet. And, you know, Micah can pick them up and just we shoot them then. Yeah. You almost yeah. died that one time. I don't want that to happen again. Oh, well, well, thank you, Nona. I, I'd rather it didn't happen either. But think about all of the the treasure trove of lost technology that could be found in here. Uh, uh, okay. Won't somebody please think of the treasure trove? <laughs> <laughs> all right, come on, guys. Yeah, all We're right. On I'm, I'm in, but yeah. like canonically, Nona is standing right next to like it. Be like, where are the guns coming from? <laughs> so how this place is situated is it appears that it as you go deeper into the building that is where so it starts with like the the office spaces kind of out the on the front and then next to the office spaces as you go deeper into the buildings where the labs are and then you go further deeper into the building that's where the secured labs are and so you take the elevator up to the office spaces and you find yourself in a wide open space with array of office cubicles the colors of the walls and desks are a dull are dull and gray, and there's this faint musk in the air of old paper and lemon-scented cleaner. <laughs> I love that. There you have signage that points to bathrooms, meeting rooms, a kitchen, as well as labs. And then you also spot a source of light coming from a cubicle a few rows down. I haven't peed since Red's party, so I really... <laughs> Now's the perfect time. Um, uh, so does that mean we all have to follow you in? <laughs> that's right. That's, yes. Yeah, that's part of it. All right, name. well... No, I'm, I'm... <laughs> Let's go look at the computer. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the mysterious source of light from one of the cubicles. We can check out the cubicle. Who's leading the way? Not me. I will be... In front, but obviously all of us are kind of tight to Alex. Yeah. Alex in the center. Alex is in the center. All right. And so as you approach, you actually notice that there's a, um, the, the light is indeed coming from some form of computer or data slab, but the light from the monitor seems to be obfuscated by something sitting in front of it. As you approach a little bit closer, it appears to be another nanite zombie. But it doesn't notice your approaching. It just constantly looks down at its wristwatch and then goes back to typing mindlessly on the keyboard. And, you know, uh, every, you know, 30 seconds or so, it looks back at its watch and then starts typing away at the keyboard once more. You know, in a vicious mimicry of life. <laughs> there's going to be more of this if oh, you keep going sure? around. This, this man... It's Never like, got to go home, and he's always checking, like, oh, how late am I? It, gotta finish this report. Oh, how late am I? Oh, gosh, gotta finish this report. The That's, longest work day ever. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's uh, put him out of his misery. Perils of capitals. They don't die. <laughs> Do not shoot it. <laughs> My God. 
Um, yeah. Can All we, right. But I'm watching you, mister. Can we take a little peek over his shoulder <laughs> or do we just want to try and scoot past? Minesweeper. You see a, uh, a <laughs> oh Word God. document that is millions of pages long. And it just seems to have the same words written over and over again, which, which is like, according to the statistics based off of the Q4 of last year, according based off of the statistics based off of the Q4 of last oh, year, this man just over <laughs> and over and over and over again. Cool. Q4 is a big quarter. It is. <laughs> Longest quarter of my life. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know what? That may... Past. Well, I mean, he's logged into the system, right? He's kept that. He's kept that up there. If, if we're trying to like get in somewhere, this is where we can get in to hack uh, in there. We're we're trying to. I thought we were trying to get things, not information. Well, it's it's possible that information will get us things. What if we? Uh, is, don't look at me like that, I'm Alex. Not looking at you. <laughs> It, okay, I just I just want to call out if if we if we quote unquote kill this individual will come back to life and he will know we exist and will come we'll at us to, again. We we'll have to drag the body with us in the nanite anti nanite yeah field in backpack range and then the body won't come back won't come back to life. But I mean, oh okay, we, we, can, we could do that. So I look expectantly at everyone like so, and I like do a hand gesture of like picking him up and bringing him over, like and just shrug. <laughs> Tony takes out his wakazashi. <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> no, no, Jeff has practiced this word. I know. Gotta I say it. Use the gun. That's no, no, no. The louder, gun's louder, though. Okay. Uh, we'll just float sure? him, and then we'll stab him a couple of times, and a then a lot of times. All right. Can I, uh, Micah, okay. and? <laughs> Jump him! And Tony on the <laughs> Take his shoes! <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. But I will... I was not planning on putting down the box of books, but if we're, if we're trying to do this stealthy, I will carefully set down the box of books, and I will grab the zombie. You don't actually have to set down the box of books. You have a total of three things. I know, but I think that to grab a third one, I need to like reassert like... Ask me oh, all three on once. everything? Got it. I okay. Think. The body will fit on the cot. <laughs> <laughs> that's nasty Alex that's nasty no it's not <laughs> it is if you stab it a bunch of times and it's gonna leak oh, yeah, fluids yeah, all fair, over the fair. we'll have to put down the top <laughs> uh, get a sick. trash bag get a trash bag <laughs> yeah. put him in the trash <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's put this sad man out of his misery. Okay, will, we do that. Uh, I will I will grab him, pull him into our field, get as close as we can get, and just stab Who's him. Who's participating in the stabbing? I want to know. But it's very unenthusiastic. <laughs> We're like stomping on him. I guess I'll use like my eye beam. Also, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so sad. <laughs> <laughs> so you you pick this man out of his chair and he's he keeps typing away but he's the keyboard's no longer underneath him and he keeps doing the thing and then it takes a while before he realizes what's happening that he's floating <laughs> and he looks around to try and figure out what's happening as he's slowly moving towards <laughs> you guys and he just starts flailing and, and yeah. then he looks up and a giant eye beam is coming <laughs> for his face and then there's like a <laughs> eye beam and stabs and whatever else you guys do uh, and take his shoes I suppose 
goes. <laughs> See, now when I want to take feet, that's not okay. And as you guys uh, hit, hit hit this this husk of uh, a once living person, the again the this this mist of nanites just starts to go directly away from Alex and the backpack until you're just left with the remains of what was once a, a person. And what do you do with? This? We're dragging it along with us. Dragging it along with you. Yep. Okay. I'm not dragging more I, of these. I will, dra- I will drag it. Are you going to like, like carry it, Nona? It's like, no, I can. It's or just like literally hold like a <laughs> leg and just drag it behind you. Yeah. I'm capable of taking this one. I'm not doing any more because I fine. literally can't. But uh, I can cover this one. Um, okay. and, and now I'm betting it's a new scene so I can use uh, Query Database yeah, absolutely. again. Absolutely. I guess we're just what? We're looking for high value stuff. Yeah, like general idea of what's going on here, maybe tech, lab equipment, or yeah, that too. We get one question: <laughs> Do we want the valuable stuff? Can you? Do, want... You can use this ability multiple times and just. Uh, you have to commit processing for the scene, and I only ever have one processing thing available really? to me because the okay. other one is running my shell. That's right. I or it gives you a, it gives you additional benefits for running your shell. Yeah, my uh, strength and dexterity both drop. Right, drastically if you don't Which have it. Which we're not going to do. That's smart. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So what question are you going to ask? I think, honestly, looking for where the high value, like information on the high value stuff. Okay. Where? What is it? Where is it? If I can get that. Yeah. So you get some information then. The labs seem to be working on... This this particular research lab seems to be working on different types of serums and stims. You know that this particular lab is working on three separate things, two of which are are pretty well-known applications of of different types of, of nanite serums, and then one, which is the super soldier serum that you were seeing before. Just uh, I'll give you a quick just because you have this information. In the labs, you'll probably find a stim called snapback. When the stim is used, the subject feels a subtle sense of spatial awareness centering on the place where they took the stim for the duration of the stim's effect. They may spend their character's action for the round to teleport back to this location, Mm. provided they are within a five-kilometer radius of it. They may carry objects and even other people with them up to a maximum of two other passengers, but unwilling subjects may make a save to resist the jump. Before the jump, the users must make a physical saving throw or gain one uh, system strain point. Jump fails if this would put them over the maximum allowed. A single dose of snack back lasts for six hours. So that's one app, uh, stim that was being created here. And then additionally, there is shutdown. Administration of shutdown stim to a cooperative subject bubbles them a thick layer of transparent nanite stasis foam. The foam holds the user in a state of suspended animation halting any biological processes and stabilizing a critically wounded user for a maximum of 1d6 plus 3 centuries before using losing integrity and killing the subject if they have not already been awoken. Deactivating the stim can be accomplished by breaking the foam. Cool. So that is what you would find in the labs, probably Mm -hmm. some stims of that. You're not entirely sure how many of them would have lasted this long. Mm -hmm. It's probably not all of them, but it's probably... Based off of the information that you have, it seems to have a, some of them seem to have a decent shelf life. So hopefully, maybe a hundred years after the fact, some of these still work. Yeah, I'm gonna call out. I'm a little bit worried about using nanobot stems, given gestures vaguely at everything around yeah, us. That's fair. And there's one last one that seems to be more of a prototype 
and the prototype itself seems to have already been administered. But you do see that the subject that it was administered to was under uh, a lot of protection because they are in possession of a quite a valuable weapon. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Nothing is fine. So, uh, so when you say the prototype, is that the same thing as the super soldier serum, or is, are you talking about... Is there the, a total the super soldier thing? serum prototype was given to an individual. Gotcha. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Thank you. That individual seemed to be under a lot of protection because they carried a a very, very expensive form of uh, equipment. The only information that you seem to find on it is a, a Terminus Est. It, wait, hmm. what? It's created by the company Terminus oh, Est. Oh, okay. Sorry. Terminus Est. Terminus okay. Est. Got it. Terminus Est. Like the most Terminus. Terminus Yes. yes. Oh, cool. Nice. But it's two separate words. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the most gotcha. one. Terminus Est. You know, if if it was slightly less than that, it would be Terminister. Terminister. <laughs> and so that is what you're able to find. You find some information around the sims that you might find in the labs. And then additionally, you know for a fact that whatever weapon this is, Terminus Est, what this is relating to, seems to be in the secured labs. There we go. Fair. All right. Okay. Kirsten is silently crying. Well, of course we had to. <laughs> I was trying to keep that secret, Jeff. They didn't need to know. Well, There's nothing to do with robots in here, and I'm against it. Well, let's call Gene Morph. I so we can right. we can check out the the regular labs at least. And yeah, I mean, expensive weapon. We'll get there when we get there. Let's do a check. Can you guys make a, uh, a let's, wisdom notice check? We're for all going to die. Let's play the game, everyone. <laughs> I haven't made you guys roll for a little bit. Let's roll. It's been a bit. Five. Oh, my God. Double ones on the dice, which puts us a wisdom notice Not check. Great. Puts us at a two. Alex, you're our only hope. Not great mm-hmm. today. Um, really? Yeah. We're all going to die. Uh, that's a six. I would ask specifically for if anything's coming at like it. <laughs> I get a bonus on that. Sure. <laughs> Amazing. Um, My two will be enough. So you guys, you you take your your time to 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 look around and see if you can find anything. It seems to be just you know a regular old office. You took your time to look through on the the data slab as well. Um, you know the direction of the labs. It seems to be just behind these offices. There was also an arrow on the wall that I think we passed. Exactly. But yeah, nothing else of import really seems to be located here. Awesome. Okay. All right. I um, I personally don't really feel the need to go through the secure labs. Like, it seems like any dose of even the lower ones of available um, snapback and the, the other serum will fetch us a good price. There's no need to go deeper in here if we're happy in the regular area yeah i mean like it you're the one who wanted to come in here thoughts certainly i think we should go into the labs and um those stims could be very useful i'm wondering if i could find any research material in there as well i am am i ever become a, a treasure hunter terminus s seems interesting um but it also seems <laughs> dangerous 
mean, for sure, it sounds pretty dangerous. I think we can imagine what we might find behind those sealed doors. <laughs> oh, they're not sealed anymore, buddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this thing is between us and the exit. That's Kristen, not Nona. Sure, sure. I mean, well, by the way, our next thing is the labs, yeah? Yeah, just yeah. The, yes. the regular, unsecu- reg- less secured labs, yeah. All right. So you guys follow the, the signs towards the labs, and you notice that things change from this very dull gray kind of like faux like carpet material into tiles, almost clean. And you walk through these double doors quickly, kind of taking a, a little peek in. Actually, you probably wouldn't have walked through the double doors. So I'm just going to say whoever, who probably Mike is leading Micah. the way. Yeah. Micah, you, you come to these double doors and you take a look inside and you see luminescent panels Line the walls, casting an ethereal glow on the stainless steel workstations equipped with workshop-sized meta-tools. You see trays of needle-like stems stand upright on several of these workstations. They're probably manufacturing these stems here. And standing among these workstations are five figures dressed in lab coats with eye protection on and gloves. Their hands kind of wave aimlessly at the equipment in front of them. They seem to be doing something intentional, but there really isn't any tools that they are using. They're kind of like reaching over to one thing, grabbing something that's not there, putting their hands down. And they're all, you see uh, a a couple of them seem to be on one workstation and then the other three seem to be dispersed around. And it just appears that they're they're doing some work. All right. looks like there's five in there, uh, former scientist types. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of stems, a lot of what we're looking for. Do I see any other door out of there, like that is obviously labeled to be like to the secure lab or something like that? That's exactly what you see. Farther mm. into the lab, you see um, more signage that seems to direct towards a secured area. You do notice that there appears to be like security, like checkpoints in the way, like where someone would maybe sit in a a security officer role. Uh, You also notice that those doors appear to be a little bit more robust than the ones that you've been going through so far. So definitely like a checkpoint-like system. Okay, yeah. And yeah, I'll communicate that also. Uh, The the double door entrance, is it like, are they like free swinging doors or is there a lock mechanism to them? If you press on them, you, they seem to be free sw- swinging. So you can just press them open if you'd like. There's no like, there There does appear to be a locking mechanism at the top and the bottom should they want to be locked, like little, like a keyhole uh, that could be, have a key put into it and turned such that there's like a deadbolt that goes up and down, preventing the doors from swinging, but they are not currently activated. So these doors could be opened. Well, I don't think if if we are intending to go in here, I um don't think that we can do this quietly would be my guess. So I would vote fast. Um, yeah. Claire, I think you still have an EMP grenade. One moment. <laughs> Claire. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> One moment. <laughs> there you go. Better. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. I also have a force pavis. 
They don't. Oh, that's your. That's, that's your shield. shield. That's my shield. That's Good not. Shield. Look at this. this. You, you have been <laughs> using you that. You've not right? been turning it on. I have. It increases your AC. It does. <laughs> that's why I gave it to you. I have you an AC of class? seventeen. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I worry that the EMP grenade might fry any of the serums that are in there as well. So. That's a good question. Maybe. We should figure out ra- radius of this thing. Like, what does that situation look like? You wouldn't be able to catch all of them in an EMP grenade, but you could probably catch four out of the five. Can we catch some of them and be pretty confident that we're not going to accidentally fry all of the serums? Again, this is a like... Yeah, there are more workstations in there than the number of... like. You probably see a total of like eight workstations. Gotcha. You see there was a group of two and then two more kind of off to the side. So those would be the four that you'd be able to hit. And then there's one more kind of like all the way across the the room away from them. Okay. Okay. So my proposed idea is a snatch and grab EMP grenade to take out the zombies. Um, I'll stand so that they can't get back up afterwards. Mm-hmm. Once they're down, everybody grab as many serums as you can. Dr. Leggett, maybe you focus on trying to lock this door um, or like get it in a state where it can be quickly locked. Like Bard. Um, the behind us or like the other one? No, the one that we're going to come through. I, I don't expect on going into the secure lab. Does anyone disagree with that? Does anybody no, I was just like fine. making sure the secure lab door stays shut. Yes, yes. I think that that's important. But I think we go in, we grab the serums. We leave, we lock the door behind us. We throw this guy, the, the body that we're dragging with us mm-hmm. in there in as well. There, and and then, we lock it. And then that's our, our thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good plan. If you if someone hands me the meta tool, I can um fuse the 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 room shut, the, the doors shut. Yeah, once we're I, out, I, once we're back. Yes, yes, yes. Of course okay. after you're out. No, this is <laughs> this <laughs> is my villain. <laughs> This is my moment. <laughs> I'm the story now. <laughs> Jeff, just... You've fallen directly into my trap. Yeah. All right. By saving me that one time. <laughs> Welcome so to seven teach you, says Jeff. Welcome Save to seven science man from the right. <laughs> okay, great. I think we've got a plan. Yeah. Okay, so the, the plan is you are going to open the door... Mm-hmm. Throw the EMP grenade. Yep. And kill as many and, zombies as we can. And kill as many zombies as you can. Who's And someone's going to grab just a bunch of stims? Everybody's going to yeah. grab a bunch of stims um, with Alex standing in a way that the zombies can't resurrect. And then once we're yeah. all back out, we lock the door and leave. Okay. Jeff, are there any storage crates in this laboratory? Sure. Toss <laughs> uh, <laughs> them all in the box. Put it on the card. I'm pack meal. This is what I'm here for. Like, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm slightly, slight concerns about, again, I think these serums are supposed to be nanobots. I guess they're in serum form, so they're probably fine. But like the whole, what's the beacon going to do to them? The, yeah. the beacon doesn't kill the nanobots. So maybe it like drives them out of the glass bottles. 
I'm just or, gonna say that you don't have to worry about yeah. that. I mean, you you the, would they know. should be different. They're like yeah. suspended mm. in, yeah. in the, in the yeah. medium yeah. as opposed and to free And also, they do stay in the zombies. Was the next thing I was gonna say. Yeah, these these applications of medical nano stims uh, they they behave differently than the ones that are currently just they're out not in the aggressive air. death ones. No, because that was gonna be my next thing. Is like we sell these and we accidentally create a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, these beacons are specifically created to deter the ones that are currently covering all of Deimos and okay. Neo Opus. It doesn't necessarily interact with any uh, nanites that exist in stims. Also, weird thought, but I'm thinking strategically, maybe I should be the one to throw the EMP, which sure. is terrifying. Uh, but right. okay. I mean, you- so you're not the one closest because you're throwing it away from yourself. Well, but there's that whole thing with like any kind of grenades when you throw them and then like sometimes you're slightly off and sometimes they bounce and Hmm. they scare Mm -hmm. me. But also they tend to go in a better direction the higher shoot skill you have. We could do the thing. If you put stuff down, we could pull the pin and just gently float it into the room. Like we did with the smokers. That would be funny. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. I'm pro that plan. Let's do that. So... You're going to float the EMP in and then storm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. So, Micah, you take the, the EMP. How how well can you, like, manipulate? Could you, like, arm um, a grenade while you're also carrying it? I guess you could also just pull the drop it close pull. enough and then yeah. pull the pin. Yeah, that's probably the better plan. It, yeah, I don't have, like, a very precise degree of yeah ability to manipulate it the ability isn't totally specific on that front okay but you can also float things through the air pretty darn fast yeah yeah like is it's like 20 meters per round which is six seconds you assume a grenade usually has a count of three right so it can go 10 meters or 10 yards yeah so yeah that that is correct okay Okay. Nice. Yeah. So I will. I will grab it and try and uh, execute that plan. All right. I'm just making some notes. So you take Claire's EMP grenade and you open the doors ever so slightly, and just start to float this EMP grenade farther and farther into the room. the The zombies don't seem to pay any mind to the door opening nor this object floating. In fact, only one would have any eye shot on it. It's the one off to the side, and they seem to be busy working on whatever mysterious thing that they have in front of them, which is nothing. (laughs) You bring the EMP grenade farther and farther into the room, and you lay it on one of the tables, because I think you need to be able to see it in order to manipulate it. Yeah. You pull the pin, and that is where we're going to end today's episode. You can tell when you're getting ready to do these because you start a description of a thing and all of a sudden it gets really long. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just don't want to say, and we'll do that next time. Yeah, no, 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 I got you. But it is is quite funny. And everything worked perfectly. (laughs) And And nothing went wrong. And we didn't have to fight the super whatever with a shiny gold gun. Join us next time. Uh, we all die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A podcast. Uh, we're going to make so much money if we live. <laughs> I know. If, if it's good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>